0: we're back baby welcome to knickknack news i'm anthony
1: and i'm alex so just a really quick note uh we're back recording again after my leave for a few months Um, (laughs) and uh we are going to potentially be playing around with the format a little bit so if it sounds a little bit different that's your warning
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've been warned you've
1: been warned um yeah so just just an fyi and here we go all right my story this week is a food news my favorite category of news and my dog max has visited us (laughs) now hi max okay this is from usa today and the headline is Uber Eats is testing autonomous deliveries, allows food ordering at stadiums. Oh. So I think this is cool. I also don't really go to a lot of live sport- sports yeah, I events, I, but... I,
0: I, 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 if this happened, I would be completely unaware.
1: <laughs> yeah, I w- I'm going to preface this with like when I go to a live sport sporting event, <laughs> no, I don't know why I said it like that. The... Main thing that I go there for is to get like a concessions,
0: yeah, stuff like, yeah.
1: like, I don't know. I, that's just my favorite part. Is just like, oh, I'm gonna buy all these snack foods and mm-hmm. just walk around. like
0: for six hundred dollars <laughs> a hot dog. You can, <laughs> yeah. you too.
1: I don't know why, but it's just f- fun. Sports experience. But so okay, uh, the, uh, Uber announced on Monday that it would offer Uber Eats at stadiums, so fans can order food without having to wait in lines at concession stands. They can order things and then pick up the food at certain concession stand points within the stadium, according to how they announced. So, okay. what I don't know is if it has to be food from the stadium or if like somehow you can get food from outside in there. It's probably <laughs> I would just like the first burrito. <laughs> It's probably just food from the concessions, but that was not clearly stated.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh so apparently in their presentation they had this gif that highlighted the feature and it showed an app displaying a prompt that allows users to enter their seat location and then you can view the closest like concession stands like to you and wait times at those places. Okay. And then you can just order stuff in your app and then you can just go pick it up, I guess. When it's ready. Yeah. That's cool. So it just makes the whole thing more convenient. So you don't have to get up and be waiting in line for a long time, which is, is kind of annoying
0: yeah, but also, but. if I'm at a sporting event, a live sporting event, I think as we've been putting it, I, like, never care enough about the sports to mind waiting in a line. <laughs> as long as I'm not by myself, that's about it.
1: Yeah, if you're, like, with a... Like, <laughs> when I'm at one of these things, I like to a get event. A live sporting event. I'm just going to keep going. A live sporting event. <laughs> I like to be with a group of friends and to get up and, like, walk around. Yeah. And, like... Be in line for food and just be watching the thing on a screen. Why am I at the live event? I don't know. Just
0: to hang out. It's something to do.
1: <laughs> no one listening to this is gonna is gonna like feel the same way that I do about this. They're gonna be like, "You're crazy," but uh, I don't know. That's just the way I, mean, I am. I do. I, I like soft pretzels, okay, oh, who, and I can get a giant soft pretzel. You don't at like a, baseball a soft game.
0: pretzel? I don't know what's wrong with you. That's you know, it's the best.
1: And I can wait in line for a really good beer at some t- some places. Oh, yeah.
0: I haven't gotten to a lot of live sporting events since I've been of drinking age, so Oh yeah? That's a that's something I haven't gotten to gotten to partake well, in very often. If you
1: go to a baseball game in the summertime, there's so many options for food. You just that's what I went to. I just walk <laughs> around like, oh, what is this stand selling? Like? Okay. It's like, oh, we just hit some hit a we just hit a, 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 a home run. <laughs> we, just a,
0: we just hit a ball with a stick. I do
1: know the rules of Love, baseball. Yeah. We just hit a home run. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Because you can see it from where you're waiting As in you're line. shoving
0: a soft pretzel <laughs> just, into your gob. Yeah. It's like, ah. That's my preferred that's, experience. Yeah. So, This is going to sound really bougie, but most of the times that I've been to live sporting events has been in a box. Just because, like, I don't ever go. And if somebody gets a box that I know, like... Yeah. One of my uh, one of my aunts used to like get them as like work perks a lot. Oh, that's cool. Hockey game like loges, I guess they were called, Mm
1: -hmm. and like
0: those were always really cool (laughs) because it was mostly about eating.
1: yeah. Again, it's mostly (laughs) about eating. It was
0: catered, so it was even better. It's just, (laughs) it's just
1: all about the food for both of us, I think. Um, So anyway, so they're rolling this out at about six different stadiums around. um... Oh no, one of these is in France. (laughs)
0: Sorry. (laughs) That's not a real place.
1: I was like, around the US. Oh, oh okay, and yeah. France also. <laughs> uh, at Roazan Park. Anyway, yeah, so rolling this out, it's a kind of like a pilot program. They're going to see how it works, and then it's probably going to be available like everywhere yeah. soon. So I thought that was cool. And then other things they unveiled at this live stream event include um, Uber Travel, which is like, I think, just an expansion of just different just you can just book everything through Uber when you're traveling so not just like car rides oh. but other things and you can book you can reserve it ahead of time which you can already do which I was like what's new about that I don't know but I think they're like rebranding themselves as like do everything like
0: a travel company almost
1: yeah like book everything for travel through us and not just like a car ride okay so okay that's fine <laughs> um and then Uber Eats delivered by robots which I think we've talked about before but they're or maybe that was a different company or something but they're we've definitely doing, talked about um,
0: something like that.
1: Yeah, like pilot programs in LA. Uh one of them will have sidewalk robots capable of deliveries of short distances. I can like deliver food to your door okay. from a restaurant or whatever. And then the second pilot program is actually using self-driving vehicles to okay. do Uber Eats deliveries. Which I Feel kind of weirdly about that one because I'm just like, wait, it's just a self-driving vehicle and it just has food in the back seat. Like, what do you do? Like, go out of your house and like
0: go, and go into the back of the back seat
1: of a car that has no driver. That just seems weird to that me. It does seem very I strange. Mean,
0: but I mean, I it's it's the future. Uh, I don't have to, don't have to uh, interact with a person, and I love that about it.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> and then um, this next one is is that they're supporting electric vehicle use. Like they are. Offering incentives for all their drivers to use electric vehicles, and they're going to update in their app where you can actually like you can select to get an electric vehicle for your ride um, if you want that. So they're rolling that out in some cities also. So,
0: Mm, okay,
1: there's like Uber company updates, but yeah, the main (laughs) thing was this like stadium system thing, which I don't know, I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah, that is cool. My story this week is technology news. This is from interestingengineering.com, which I think is a source that we've used before. Yeah. Um, The headline is, a novel solar cell generates electricity despite the total darkness of night. So they've created a solar cell that also generates power at night when there's no sun. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I am very intrigued by how that can possibly work.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Uh, a team of engineers successfully generated electricity from a technology commonly found in night vision goggles. Uh, they're calling it nighttime solar power. Okay. Uh, according to a recent study published in the journal ACS Photonics, which I think might be a new journal for us. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't recognize and that's that That's a one. list. Uh, scientists at the University of New South Wales uh, demonstrated viable power generation using, quote, the inverse of a conventional solar cell, which could eventually produce up to one tenth the power of a solar panel even after the sun has set, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but is also not nothing. And, like, it'd be nice to still be generating something at night, Um so sunlight is converted into electrical, electrical energy either by photovoltaic panels or by concentrating solar radiation. Uh, the energy in this source can be used to generate electricity, obviously. Um, some materials can run in reverse, though, producing power as they radiate heat back out into the night air. Um, hmm. So whenever an atom in a material gets heated up, it produces ripples of electromagnetic radiation in the form of infrared right, right? light. Infrared <laughs> light, yes. Uh, as the earth cools by radiating energy into space at night, the researchers were able to generate electricity from that. So basically, so it's not like absorbing light, like a solar pan. Like it's it's a little misleading, I guess, that it's not absorbing like the nighttime light to create power. It is creating power from the heat radiating off of the earth in the evening or like radiating, radiating off a surface in the evening. Um, and that, that's what they're using right. to create power. Huh. Um, so the device created by the researchers is called a thermoradiative uh, diode. Thermoradiative Ooh. diode, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it's now been proven to produce electricity uh, using this process, uh, accepting heat radiated upward from the earth and converting it into electrical potential by using the temperature differential. A lot of big words there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Phoebe Pierce, a physicist from the University of New South Wales, said in a press release, photovoltaics, the direct conversion of sunlight into electricity, is an artificial process that humans have developed in order to convert solar energy into power. Uh, In that sense, the thermoradiative process is similar uh, in that they're diverting energy flowing flowing in the infrared from a warm Earth into the cold universe. I don't know why... They felt the need to say cold universe. That, sound, that makes it sound very dark and sad. Uh, <laughs> the cold, The warm universe. earth just radiates its warmth into the cold, unfeeling depths of space. Or something like that. <laughs> uh, so during a test, uh, one of these tested devices warmed up to 70 degrees Fahrenheit and generated 2.26 milliwatts per square meter. Um, which they admit is a very small amount of energy, about 100,000 times less than a solar panel, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is why it's too early to think of it as a competitive source of renewable power on its own. Um, and However, they think they can improve it, which is how they got to like the 10th I mentioned earlier, Sure. Um, and pair it with existing photovoltaic technology so that they could harness the small amount of energy provided by solar cells that are cooling down after a day's work. So if they could, like, introduce this technology into a solar cell, like, it would basically be powered by the sun during the day and then powered by this process at night. Um, so you're, like, creating still a little bit of energy in the evening.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: And it wouldn't, so, like, it wouldn't take up any extra space. It would be able to use all, like, the, um, like, connections and stuff of the solar panels that yeah. already exist. So it seems like a pretty cool investment. Huh. Um So they mentioned that the technology could even help generate power from anything that emits heat. um, suggesting that they could like harvest heat from industrial waste that's like giving off heat, Um, or even making bionic devices that run off of the body's heat, like an artificial heart or something that like is powered just by the process of like something else emitting heat. I don't know if it would be enough power to do that, but I don't know how much you need to. Now I
1: have all these ideas about like like power suits that are just powered
0: by your body's By you moving, heat. yeah. Seems pretty. seems like a pretty cool technology. Cool. Especially if they can get it to be a little more powerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: Wow, what a cool Night, idea.
0: Nighttime solar, which is not something that I would have ever thought of because
1: no, I of wouldn't have everything either. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe it would go in the direction of like, okay, because technically the light from the moon is technically solar light, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it like somehow... Was, like, just using that. Yeah, I don't know if
0: that would be enough for them to, like, actually power it. I, I don't know so enough about low this
1: low amount That's right. just, like, how, I don't know. But I don't know enough about this either, Whereas this is almost
0: cool. just, like, a secondary process that's going to happen anyway. So if they can harness the power from yeah. it, like,
1: why yeah.
0: not? Why not well, get a little like, boost? I
1: mean, yeah, like, geothermal heating is, like, a thing already. But then you have to, like, dig way down to, like, mm-hmm. get to that source, right? So this would be actually, like, surface heat and stuff. So. Right.
0: Yeah, but I think that is also powered by like temperature differentials. So I think it's the same idea. Yeah. Or a similar idea. I think the same.
1: I don't know I don't know the details. I just know it's a thing. Mm. And it's probably similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Which is like nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not we're not geothermal scientists.
1: All right. It's time for breaking news. This is the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or just posted today or very recently, and we read them to you on the fly.
0: Live sporting event.
1: Ready, set, go! go. Okay, um, I found this um, on Newsweek.com, and this is just a quick <laughs> one of these weird job postings that we like to talk about. <laughs> Um there is a job available that this research company will pay you $200 to read a novel per novel. Okay. <laughs> um it's a website called Words Rated, I guess is who's posting this, but they okay, the thing is it though that they want you to like document all these things about the book. Okay. So, like, for example, like, the number of characters by gender, um, what animals are in the book, like, all these different things. But then it gets kind of, like, really specific, like, where it's like, this isn't worth my time anymore. Like, it, <laughs> the number of sentences given to male versus female characters in the book, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, mm, I think $200 for one book, that yeah, might not be enough <laughs> I feel like
0: the amount of time that you would have to spend doing that. Also, it just completely would take the joy out of any, like, reading it yeah. all. Like, if it was just the number of characters of, like, different demographics, that's one thing, but, like, yeah. Yeah, like, something Counting you can just, like, really sentences. easily tally, like, <laughs> right. as you go,
1: like, then that's fine, but, like, eh.
0: Counting sentences sounds like it could get rough.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it was a little bit misleading, like, at the top, it's just, like, company will pay you $200 to read your favorite books, and it's, like, no, actually, it's just, you have, they're trying to. They're trying to do all these like really detailed data statistics about books so they can do research on it, yeah. which I get. but
0: It sounds fascinating, but also I'm not doing that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so they have this statement. We're looking for people capable of devouring hundreds of pages with ease while paying attention to detail. Your job is to read the book and take notes on specific details. And then they pay you per every book that you finish. Um, and there's no limit to how many books you could do if you get like hired on to do this besides time besides time yeah so my thing is like if you're one of those people that can just read like super 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 fast like maybe this is for you yeah probably not for me
0: but i am not one of those people by any stretch I I just figured I'd share. I don't read very often. So this is just like, this is not the job for me, Yeah, but it's cool that they're doing this kind of research. Yeah. And I'd be interested to see the results of those studies.
1: What are they going to, you know, analyze with all this data? They could probably look at all sorts of things. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. I found this on sci-fi wire. Like, I guess this is the news state, the news site for sci-fi, like the TV network. Um, Oh, sci-fi, sci-fi wire. Uh, The headline is, Lunar Horticulture, Plants Grown in Lunar Soil for the First Time.
1: Ooh!
0: Uh, So this is, yeah, they said, for the first time, scientists have grown plants in lunar regolith, which is the mixture of rock and dust that covers the surface of the moon. Um, They say regolith is nasty stuff. (laughs) okay (laughs) it's made of pretty fine grains of rock that have broken down eroded by micrometeorite impacts on the moon as well as cracking under thermal stress from the huge swing in temperatures from day to night uh which changes by over 200 degrees celsius um so it's just basically really nasty dirt (laughs) Uh, nasty dirt (laughs) they said it's very similar to volcanic ash but like, and like, all the grains are jagged and sharp-edged. Uh, if it's breathed in, it becomes extremely irritating. So don't breathe this. Okay. But it has its uses. Uh, so because it's so expensive to like, it would be so expensive to carry soil from Earth to the Moon. Basically, if we ever wanted to establish
1: mm-hmm.
0: a moon colony, uh, a lunar colony is what most people would call that. Uh, so they're us- they're looking into using it for growing crops, but also for making building materials. Um, yeah, growing plants on the moon would be pretty cool. Uh, it's a very long article. <laughs> 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 I didn't so, know what I was getting into. Here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you see anything about like, did they enhance the stuff with like some type of bacterial additives or something?
0: That's what I'm trying to see. So they brought some of it back from the moon Oh, they brought back 360 kilograms of material from the moon, but most of that was rocks. Only a little bit of it was actual regolith. So they finally got some of it. Yeah, they're trying to see if it has any weird effects on the plants. I'm trying to see if they changed anything about it. I think they didn't. Use seeds from some kind of cress, which is like a kind of lettuce. Uh, and so they wanted to see if the, like the genetic code changed, like... As a result of growing it in this, like, because they, they, like, they've fully mapped the genome of this particular lettuce, I guess. And they wanted to see if it's changed at all um, by growing in in this. I I don't know. Huh. Apparently they added some kind of nutrients. They didn't say what those were. Anyway.
1: I, my only... (laughs) Unless we've talked about this before and I forgot. My only knowledge of this topic comes from the movie The Martian. <laughs> and the book. I've read the book, too. Very good book. Um, but, you know. So are you asking they, if
0: they mixed human waste into <laughs> the soil? I'm asking. They must have
1: mixed something into the <laughs> soil. Yeah, they,
0: all, all I can see is that they added nutrients. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: nutrients, air quotes.
0: All right. Yeah. Well that's still cool. Yeah. It sounds like the plants like didn't change very much, but that the they grew smaller than in a control group where they used a mix of materials that simulated like regolith. So it's not it's it sounds like they might have to account for that in some way. Oh, here's a picture of it. The ones on the right are the ones that were grown in the moon soil. So a little smaller didn't grow Hmm. quite as well, but still still that's the first time that they've grown something in moon, in moon soil or lunar soil. However you want to call it? I don't know. (laughs) Regolith. Regolith. Regolith.
1: I've never heard that word before. I learned a new word.
0: You're welcome.
1: All right. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description.
0: You can subscribe to Nack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on Twitter at at nicknacknews, and on Instagram at nicknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.